Hi everyone, welcome to another exciting episode. My name is Michelle and thanks for tuning in. This is a Whispers from Michelle podcast. Today I'll be addressing a very controversial topic. Red flags. What is a red flag? Even though it's a term mostly used by people in a relationship today, simply put, I'd say that it is a habit that hinders or limits your personality, your approach or outlook to things or ideologies. Now, let's flip the coin and talk about you. So, what is your red flag? It is important to know your red flags and then take measures to curb it, to stop it. The amazing thing is that there aren't permanent traits, meaning they can be worked on deliberately. If you are underperforming and want to improve the quality of your life because eventually your attitude drops off on others but that is a story for another day now how can you do this that is to say how can you take measures to curb or stop it one you must first identify that there's a problem and when there's a problem how do you solve it so let me list my major red flags um, they are overthinking and procrastination yeah so that's what we're working with and next way you can do it like you can curb it is by taking precautions ever heard of the saying prevention is better than cure yeah because if you ignore it oh it's gonna like it's going to get worse it's going to become a bad habit and it might be so difficult breaking out from it how do you achieve this this can be achieved with discipline motivation alone cannot do it for you you must first take the step so for someone like me who procrastinates my coach taught me something sometime in the past what do I do set targets set deadlines and amazingly reward yourself yeah so you could go to the gallery the supermarket go for a walk you know personally i inculcate dancing in my routine when i feel an overwhelm most times and i play dress up and snap pictures even if i'm not planning to go anywhere i do therapy don't think it's just some big word I engage in simple and fun activities that ease the burden of my shoulders. I have conversations about simple things that make me weary 
and today I read a collection of poems from different poets over a video call with a friend and it was amazing. I was so happy because before then I felt so heavy. Heart palpitations, panic attacks, but just discussing my friend felt so good. Another way you can do this is to try as much as possible not to be hard on yourself. When you incorporate the little and simple things as this, you'll be amazed at the result you would get. When the pressure is too much, and I feel so tensed. I just sit in my house, in my room. I don't go nowhere. I sell myself most times in stillness and try to study my daily patterns and how I live my life. Whilst asking myself questions like, why is it that achieving things in my to-do list is so difficult? Again, learn to be kind to yourself. It's very important. Another thing I do is that I talk to myself. Okay, calm down, Michelle. This way, I just do some introspection. I take a progress report on my life. I listen to me like I literally hear my heartbeat. Yeah, and another productive thing I do when I want to break out of that bracket of feeling unproductive or procrastination, fear and overthinking, I rest. I try to sleep. Even though I don't enjoy sleep, but I just seize the moment to shut the noise, drop my phone, like spend time with me, and it has really helped my psychological well-being. It is not enough to just float in thin air and wait for someone to come and save you. You must first be willing to be saved. Pinpoint where the problem lies. Discover what is keeping you back. You can also talk to people. I have people in my life that have had that I've had difficult conversations with. They try to bridge the gap, how nice of them, by offering me hope and kind words. Yeah, another important thing to do is to be there for yourself. This cannot be overestimated. Give yourself grace and warmth. Be kind and nice to yourself. For instance, if you're a creator, like you've got certain extracurricular skills, abilities, or talents, you can try to do something, create something with it, like painting, drawing, scribbling, doodling, writing, dancing. My own problem is that I overthink posting online and showing off my skills, even though I'm good, yeah? But recently, I've had people in my space, I even had a coach on my social media, and the whole onboarding process and journey was amazing. I have stretched, and now post consistently. It's quite unbelievable for me. It is also important to remember that it's a gradual process. The changes would start from somewhere. Don't be hard on yourself. It's not something that's just going to happen overnight. Growth takes time, yeah? So when you're transforming, you might not really see anything happening to you immediately. Again, if I had not taken a progress report of myself, I wouldn't have known how much I metamorphosed. Honestly, I have changed. But most importantly, I'm still going through changes. This was not the person I was last month. 
the beginning of a year in January, May and June. This was not the person I was in August and September. I have changed through laughter and pain, hurt and happiness. So you've got to also understand yourself. That's why it's important to find the core of your being, who you are. And it's not basically about what anybody has to say. You don't even need to seek validation. So dear friend, I hope this conversation will propel you to do better for yourself. To identify those red flags in your life as you strive towards being a better human. This is where I draw the curtain to continue this conversation. Feel free to send a mail to district at gmail.com until i come your way next time thanks for staying tuned my name is michelle and you are my utmost priority